1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground News Team. I am your left lip ghost, and with me as always, the handy-dandy right lip, Ryan Dean. How are you, my conspiracy friend?
2: Doing great, man. I am uh, really pleased to say that we got quite a few people, uh, you know, shooting us some some either audio or some stories or some written-out questions. I think that that method... Uh, of opening it up to not just having to ask people for their recordings is is a little better for people. So it'll be fun. Um, We're just going to have to get straight into recordings once we get through our uh, casual bullshitting intro. And for uh, viewers, please forgive my beard. I did not shower today yet. So I'm sitting here, uh, you know, looking like a total bum, but it's okay.
1: I'm actually shocked because what you guys don't know is this is a usually a two time a day shower type of person.
2: Well, when you got a broken uh, water heater in the winter, it uh, it makes you not want to shower so much.
1: Well, you could go, uh, you could do like Little House on the Prairie. You you boil a big pot of water, you put it in the tub, and you just take like an old Amish bath.
2: Well, yeah, we you know what we did the other week because it was Kim's birthday, as you know um we rented out and this actually inspired me to want to make one of these we rented out an airbnb that was like mostly for campers but they had Mm -hmm. an outdoor shower with a tankless water heater and it was like 34 bucks for a night so we just like asked the lady like hey you know our our water heater broke we're uh you know just kind of having to deal with cold showers and blah 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 and fucking paid you know 34 bucks for basically four showers we took uh, a shower each that night and then we went back the next day and took a shower and you know just while the time that we had allotted it but she only had to deal with us for about an hour total and um dude it was nice man i actually took a picture i feel like we might as well uh, you know talk about this at this point the soap that we're going to start putting out right i mean i took a picture with uh the bigfoot bait soap Mm. uh in this beautiful outdoor shower it was majestic and uh we can start selling those soaps pretty soon here we'll do them through my store and then if you have an online store too we can sell it through yours but yeah man we got some conspiracy themed soaps that i think will be pretty cool to uh you know all natural ingredients i guess you can eat it if you want to right yeah you you could if you really
1: absolutely wanted to you could you could eat this soap you won't get sick it's all, all natural ingredients uh i came across a nice hookup uh and folks this has been a work in progress for probably six to eight months yeah um we didn't know how we wanted to kind of do it and then with you revamping your store you were able to add it there and i think that's the way to go because we were trying to do a a new store for ourselves and it was a headache and confusing yeah. and and i'm fucking half retarded i don't even i couldn't even tell you how to build it and you know, so, yeah, we have some good conspiracy soaps coming and uh, yeah, you have some coming uh, here shortly once I get your care package
3: together.
2: Cool. Yeah, because I want to offer a thing uh, and I just kind of dropped that on you. You know, uh, sometimes this stuff just happens so organically, you know, so obviously uh- we've been we've been wanting to do it. We wanted to launch it around Christmas last, you know, in 2022. But just couldn't work out so uh we've got four really cool scents that I'm excited to show to people there's even a a really girly one in there so uh we'll keep those scents on the DL for right now but yeah man I'm uh, I'm super excited I want to give my like you know highest level patrons uh you know a bar each and stuff like that so you know we'll we'll um we'll definitely get into this with uh with everybody that supports us man so that'll be cool and like I said, we got a lot of shit to talk about here, so we might as well get into it. Anything that you want to talk about before we roll into our uh, lovely audience's questions? Um, you don't have to send me uh, a bar or soap. Okay, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, imagine <laughs> that I just send you a bar. What flavor do you what? want, or what scent? Yeah. Um, You're like, hey, bitch, I just sent all these to you.
4: <laughs>
1: right, I know. Yeah, I sent them all send back. Them back?
2: yeah um, no man uh, did we get
1: any joe biden questions on your end
2: we did we did We're from rich so yes that was the one okay. thing i know that you wanted to talk about we recorded that half-assed one last week um kind of that bonus episode but um, and my audio sucked yeah i didn't even put it out because the audio was jacked up so it's all good yeah. you know we'll i talk didn't about find it.
1: out until after i put it out i was like motherfucker. <laughs>
2: yeah it's all hey, good yeah man. shit happens it's fine. To, it's just fun to like, you know, get a little buzz and start talking. You know, this is kind of what we do with this news show here. So let's roll into it. Let's not keep these folks waiting too long. Um, I can start with a few of mine here because my buddy Rich, as I mentioned, sent me two and we'll kind of bounce around a little bit because a couple people sent me two, but this is Rich actually asking about this. Forgive me if it's a little quiet. Uh, I'll probably amplify this on my end in post, but here it is.
5: Yeah, I'll try to send you guys a few notes, you fucking cunts, for uh for the next episode today. I got the, the day off, so I'll just be flicking my bean trying to send you guys some ideas. Yeah. Um, but the one I could start off with is uh the whole Biden situation with these documents now and the fucking Hunter Biden back in the picture and about living there and paying rent and all this stuff. I heard a theory that uh, it could be entertained, I think on the Democrat part of basically trying to not have to deal with this guy Biden for 2024, meaning without having to participate in some type of bipartisan impeachment or investigation, whatever the case is, if they simply just don't, you know, allow him to be the front runner in the DNC, which a lack of popularity because of these things currently would, would certainly do. um, I think that's somewhere where they can kind of wash their hands of it and, and not have to participate in some, thing that could divide the party uh even more
2: yeah so again that is my buddy rich from colorado uh he goes by president like dude on instagram fun fun dude posts a lot of good shit too um yeah man i think that that's a plausible theory for sure but i also don't think that democrats in the elite party like the actual elites because biden is like the laughing stock of the democrat party and quite frankly the country right now um I would not be surprised if they sacrifice this dude politically not not literally but politically sacrifice him what do you think
1: Uh yeah I I can, I can agree uh they they need the perfect uh fall guy or scapegoat a, right. as you know people w- would say I I, I it, it's weird because they made such a big deal about Trump having classified documents in Mar-a-Lago in a skiff OK, that is where classified documents belong is in a skiff. now to Trump's defense. There's like three or four rings of security before you can get into the inner circle. There's uniformed, ununiformed, uniformed and ununiformed all before you can even get in there. And he, and this is all secret service. Uh, they even sent people down. They're like, yeah, you just need to put an extra lock or two on this. And, and you know, this, it'll be up to our standards. So they did. And then they raided Biden's, you know, DOJ raided. Now they're they're saying, oh. it, it It's not a investigation, it's a uh, what the hell are they calling it? Um, they're looking they're, they're looking into it, uh, but really, uh, at the end of the day, uh, this should be an investigation. You had classified documents whether it's classified or they were all the way up to top secret uh sitting in a box next to a corvette in a garage and then he comes out and he says oh my my corvette's behind a locked garage one of his it's most price skiff, possessions motherfucker. yeah but it's not a skiff and hunter biden had access to this house listed it as his uh place of residence and we know how many hookers he had in and out of there. And all these documents from what I'm hearing and gathering and trying to put pieces together from different people that are putting information out there, a lot of this has to do with Ukraine and and, and China ties. And it's like, hmm, why would you take that? Uh, trying to keep it out of uh, public view? Well, what are you trying to cover up? And now is the cover up coming out? Uh, it's kind of funny how they
2: wanted to be transparent, but this happened way back in November when they when they found out and we're just hearing about it. sorry dude I'm, I'm looking for uh somebody sent me a video right now uh it's a 10 minute long video so i didn't want to watch the whole thing but it just seems uh like something that we'll get into next but yeah dude um did you ask me a question i'm sorry mm,
1: no not really i was just making points of uh um you know it being behind a locked garage three or four different locations right uh, right right you know what i mean happened back in uh november and we're just hearing about it now yeah and it's huh. like that's refreshing uh,
2: right it's uh I mean, it's it's on par though it makes sense if this happened with uh trump you'd hear about it the day before someone on cnn would be warning you that this is going to come out if it happened with trump and people out there know that i'm not a, a big uh avid trump supporter like i used to be but um I I could see it go either way, the way that Rich breaks it down, where, like, this will be, you know, the beginning of the end of his presidency. I hear that he's running in 2024, which is fucking wild. I mean, wild. This lets you know how bad the Democrat tickets are when they're not running somebody like a Michelle Obama. I think Michelle Obama probably could beat just about any Republican if Michelle Obama ran, she's a woman. She's the uh, yeah. well, you know, I know. Come on. Come on. Uh, she's a woman in heavy quotes. Uh, you saw what I posted yesterday. Uh, I'm sure with her, her her big old cock. But, you know, I don't know, man. Barack Obama's wife or husband. Uh, man, it, it's interesting that that they don't run somebody more competent. Someone young. I think AOC has a fucking shot, dude. More More so than Biden. More people would like aoc than biden um i would like aoc more than biden and that's saying a lot that's saying a lot um i I wouldn't vote for either one of these corrupt sons of bitches but biden's just such an awful choice and and transparently bad and i think that he's perfect for what they want to accomplish right now which is to destabilize the united states and now that he's fulfilled his role um i i believe that his entire political career is based off of sacrifice Uh, based off of satanic origins Mm -hmm. and all this stuff i mean his whole damn family almost died the year that he became a senator that kind of shit does not happen um you know it seems like god or some sort of like divine intervention occurred so that his family didn't die but um you know his wife did and um his daughter right is that who died i forget who it was but yeah I i
1: believe it was his
2: daughter i don't even know if he had a daughter but i know for a fact his wife did so uh, Hunter mm-hmm. and Bo almost died as well. Um, Bo ended up dying later. And Hunter is just a fucking fuck up. I so, like uh, Parmesan cheese. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. It, it's interesting to see. And I think that uh, things will develop more. I don't think he'll be your Democratic candidate in uh, 2024. Maybe a bold prediction, but I just think that that's what's going to want to go. It's already
1: go- the oldest president ever to run. To right. hold office.
2: And right. you're saying he, at 80, what will he be?
1: 83? um, Folks, if you know anybody in their 80s, go have a cognitive uh, conversation with them. It's it's not uh, up to speed. Not at all. <laughs> it, not at not all. At all. And, and, you know, my, my father in law, God, God love him. You know. The point of of their life, you know, where. You know, they, they still pay attention, but that, you know, they start believing all the propaganda that they see on TV and this and that and and, and some of the points. And it's just like watching him and in his health try to make uh, some of these points and watching my mother in law just roll her eyes and look at us like, OK, what he's lost his mind or whatever. Now he, he he's fully cognitive. He hasn't lost his mind. He just he's a very voice, boisterous person. And I'm, I'm like, wow, he's pretty close to uh Biden's age and that this is your average person of 80 years old and Biden I have no idea how he it, maybe that goes into the
2: the whole robot shit I don't know right 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 right, right. So, well, <laughs> whatever well okay so then let's get into something new then because um you know we could spend a lot of time on that I want to go through uh, something that Nate sent me, and he's another one of the guys that sent me two um and and i've got I've got some other interesting stories here. I just gotta find his really quick. I should have had it queued up. I want to go through this one that um an Instagram friend Colleen sent me uh probably last just because we're gonna have to kind of brainstorm on what's going on with that. But yeah. here is uh the first one that I'll be playing from Nate. Awesome uh, co-host of the Reality Zars podcast. It's
3: it's Nate. I have an interesting one for you. So I was just reading this article about the world's first, or I guess maybe not world's first, but at least in America, it's going to be the AI lawyer. Uh, That's what they're calling it, at least. So it's going to be like an app that's run on your phone. It's going to listen to the judges. It's going to listen to the lawyers. And then I assume that you have a little earpiece because it tells you then what to say so they're not disclosing the name of the court where it's at or the name of the defendant but uh it's somewhere in the united states and it's a dude fighting a traffic ticket it's pretty fucking fascinating also in china uh judges are now having to run every single uh court decision um through an ai because they don't trust them and um it's fucking interesting dude so every single judge has to run their case by an ai and they have to write a thing if they disagree with it it's fucking fat
2: fascinating is what he was saying but yeah man uh his thing cut off there it was a, a minute long uh that recording but yeah dude um nate always finding incredible weird articles and and this is no exception here i'm actually going to pull this article up but as i'm doing that what are your thoughts on potential AI like an AI judicial system, it sounds like is the end all be all here where it's it, it, it kind of transcends uh minority report. Like it seems like it takes it a step further where it's not predicting what you're doing. It's taking a computer, which which don't make no mistake here, if a computer is in charge of your uh you know outcome in a in a, a civil or a criminal dispute in court. Um it's going to take all your online presence, it's going to take your data, it's going to take what you buy off Amazon, if you have a high uh if you if you have a truck and you're putting uh gas in there every single day, 30 40 bucks in gas. If you uh, you know, you follow Donald Trump on or you have Truth Social or whatever the shit is, which I think that's part of the reason that Trump was was introduced to the public in the first place as a political candidate is to uh try and separate the wheat from the chaff so to speak, try to get the you know, the, the extremists all in one area supporting one candidate. If you support this dude, that's a knock on your credit score. And the AI is going to take that into account when it makes its decisions. And it might be a little more lenient to people that are supporting the correct political ideology or supporting the state and globalism versus somebody that, say, has chickens, grows their own food whatever the case may be, but uh, I mean, it's scary stuff, scary stuff.
1: Uh, my first thought is, Nate, I think you're trying to give me my second anxiety attack of the day because <laughs> uh, I listened to Ryan's episode that he did on, <laughs> on on some of this stuff and frequencies and and, and goo and uh, the whole time I even I even called you and I was like, dude, did you fuck with the frequency while you're playing that? Because the first time I've ever listened to a podcast, and I was having mini anxiety attacks. Like I was constantly trying to take my uh, like get a deep breath and calm down and what have hmm. you. And, but long story short, it it's scary shit. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you listen to that episode that you put out and then go in and look into this kind of stuff, it goes hand in hand. And a I I remember. Probably mm, five, six years ago, uh, I was at work and one of the guys uh, asked me, he's like, so what do you think the biggest threat uh, to humans or or the world coming is? And I looked at him back then. I even said artificial intelligence. And he's like, really? And I'm like, artificial intelligence. That's That's the antichrist. Yeah. And at that time, it was just announced that Google was mapping the human brain and people were like, what the fuck? Why are they doing that? And, you know, I try to kind of explain some of this and, and what have you. And, you know, obviously the rabbit hole has gotten deeper and more information has come out since then, but AI is no joke. Like you look back at Terminator, uh, you look back at the matrix, even, uh, you know, there's artificial intelligence in, in, in all these movies, they don't end well for humans. And, you know, good documentaries, if if you ask me, I just, I'm not a fan of this, this whole AI type technology standing up for my constitutional rights in a courtroom and, you know, doing a, telling me what to say. uh, You could lead me into a trap. It I don't know, not
2: a fan. It's scary shit. Yeah, the article—one uh, of the two articles that Nate sent me—robot lawyer powered by AI will help fight speeding ticket, um, as it takes first case in court. So, is this—is this thing on? You know, fighting on behalf of the defendant. Um, relatively short article. I guess I can speed read through it if you want. Um, You're better at reading than I am. Yeah, I just yeah, wonder, wonder Okay, here we go. Yeah, the um the world's first robot lawyer will take its case in court uh next month with the artificial intelligence legal assistant helping the defendant fight a traffic ticket. So that's exactly what's going on. The AI uh billed as the quote world's first uh robotic robot lawyer uh by the startup that created it. Do not pay. Okay, that's interesting. So this is another startup. I'm always real skeptical of startups. Uh, in this tech age, uh, but do not pay will run on its smartphone uh, and listen to a to court arguments in real time before telling the defendant what to say via headphones. Wow. OK, um, the unprecedented hearing is slated to take place sometime next month. But the makers of the robot lawyer are not disclosing the location of the court or the name of the defendant. A guarantee he wins this case. Um, Science and Technology publication New Scientist reported that the ticket at the center of the trailblazing case was issued for speeding and that the defendant will only say in court what the AI instructs them to say. Um, Should they lose the case, do not pay has agreed to cover any fines, according to the company's founder and CEO, Joshua Browder. That might be a name to look into for anyone listening here. Browder is a Stanford University educated. There we go. Computer scientist. Launched Do Not Pay in 2015 as a chatbot that provides legal advice to consumers dealing with late fees or fines. But the company pivoted to AI in 2020. Um, this is Mr. Browder here. Kind of interesting. Yeah, man. Um, I, I don't want to read through that whole thing. You get the idea of what's going on there. And then the second thing that he mentions there is that China is doing this. Uh, Already, and China always kind of leads the way when it comes to, uh, you know, the way that things are supposed to work here in the United States and then all over the damn place. It seems China uses artificial intelligence to run courts, Supreme Justices, cutting judges, typical workload by more than a third and saving a billion work hours. So they throw those numbers around to to tell people like, hey, A.I. is here to help you. A.I. is helping judges and judges aren't corrupt. Uh, you know, so we need, we need, uh, these judges need uh, less workload and I I would disagree. I think that judges for what it's worth, they need uh, maximum amount of work and they need a lot less pay. Uh, judges are corrupt as fuck. So yeah, man, this is incredibly interesting. They, they sit behind a bench and
1: and listen. Uh, yeah, I mean, granted you have to know the law and what have you, but still, I think like you said, they're overpaid. Eh probably not. <laughs> That's what the lawyers are for.
2: I like in Cheech and Chong when uh you know Chong is he's coming down off of his acid trip and he grabs the judge's water and it's vodka. He spits it all out. He's like, It's fucking vodka, <laughs> yeah. man. That shit's so funny, man. That's what I picture all these judges doing, just sitting there getting fucked up all day, listening to people's problems. But they're literally judging people, which you're not supposed to fucking do. And and I mean it's just wild. It's it's very interesting. But yeah, good good shit there, Nate. Thank you very much for that one, man. And then he's got another good one too, which Julia actually weighs in on. But I don't know if you want me to keep going or if you've got any that yeah, you have. Keep them up. rolling, man. This okay, great. Um, there's one here that we can get into. Actually, we'll just stick with Nate, or maybe we can go back to because uh, I don't have any queued up necessarily. But we'll go with this one. Um, it's a clip. And I actually might be able to play this on YouTube here. Or not YouTube, on Instagram, sorry. I can barely, barely talk and <laughs> look online at the same time. So when I do this, when I'm slowing down here, down here. it's not intentional. It's not... Um. Okay. Where is Mr. John? Uh, Just scrolling here. Okay, John Rogers sent me this. And I don't even know if he really intended for this to be... uh. You know, shown on the show, I don't know if this audio clip, which won't play, of course, I don't know if this pertains to this, but this is incredibly interesting. This has to do with uh, Bill Cooper. And everyone's familiar with Bill Cooper here on the show. Hopefully, wrote behold, a a pale horse. Right. Um, What what was he? Naval intelligence?
1: Yes. Ex-naval
2: intelligence. Incredibly interesting dude. Uh, Probably some sort of CIA asset, but I think he did get killed after the release of that book if I'm not mistaken. Uh, But yeah, here we go.
6: How about that? They're doing the same thing today with Osama bin Laden, and that's where I've been getting at. Can you believe what you have been seeing on CNN today, ladies and gentlemen? Can you believe it? (laughs) Supposedly a CNN reporter found Osama bin Laden took a television camera crew with him went into Osama bin Laden's hideout interviewed him and his top leadership his top lieutenant's and colonels and generals in their it was hideout. two different bin ladens this is a CNN reporter with a camera crew And he came out and told everybody, within three weeks, Osama bin Laden is going to attack the United States and Israel. Now, don't you think that's kind of strange, folks? You see, because the largest intelligence apparatus in the world, with the biggest budget in the history of the world, has been looking for Osama bin Laden for years and years and years, Hmm. and can't find him. The FBI also, under the leadership of Louis Free, has been looking for Osama bin Laden for years and years and years and years and years and, years and many years, and can't find him. Some doofus, jerk-off reporter with a camera crew walks <laughs> right into the and interviews him.
2: Yeah, definitely not, but that's who they said. You know what
6: his budget is? <laughs> Zip, zilch, nothing. Now, that tells us two things. Either everyone in the intelligence community and all of the intelligence agencies of the United States government are blithering idiots and incompetent fools, including the entire apparatus of the FBI and all of their personnel. Or they're lying to us. They're not looking for him at all. And the second is the truth you see the CIA created Osama bin Laden Tim Osmond. they recruited him they trained him they found his leadership they brought them all together they showed him them how to fight the Soviet Union in Afghanistan and when that was over They still continued to fund him and train him and they're now using him to help bring about world government by making him the big boogeyman because they can't use Saddam Hussein anymore. Did you ever hear of Osama bin Laden? Before you heard of Saddam Hussein? When did you start hearing of Osama bin Laden? It was after Saddam Hussein and Iraq were supposedly neutralized in the Gulf War. Because they needed a new boogeyman. But they're not looking for Osama bin Laden because I'm telling you right now, if I were the head of the Central Intelligence Agency, within two weeks I would have him dead or in custody without fail, without fail.
2: This is coming from a naval intelligence dude, too, so interesting.
6: If I had those assets and that money, he would be mine. I would own his terrorist ass within two weeks without sale. A reporter from CNN and his little camera crew got in to Osama bin Laden's secret hideout and conducted an interview. If you don't believe me, tune into CNN. They're probably running it right now as I'm speaking. Mm. And if you believe it, you are one of the stupidest jerks that ever lived on the face of this earth. <laughs>
2: yeah, man, I think that that is, uh, you know, that movie, um, the interview, where they, they did that. It was with Seth Rogen and james franco where they they ran that operation to go and kill kim jong-un or whatever yeah it makes it seem like how why doesn't that happen if if this is true and a journalist is able to get access to osama bin laden and not everyone is uh why why isn't he an assassin why isn't he able to carry this out and make this shit happen I don't know, but I find that incredibly interesting and bill, bill Cooper, just a, an OG in the game. Again, I think he's some, some level of controlled opposition to an extent, but the man was fucking killed uh, after, after his book. So he must have um, found his conscience somewhere and then, you know, got, got lit up, but very unfortunate. What are your thoughts on that there?
1: Well, first of all, if, if you look at the, uh, the pictures, uh it, that they kept showing each bin Laden looked different. Okay. The first one in the cave, very pointy nose. The next one wasn't as pointy. Uh, it, it, and the fact that CNN found, found this terrorist that was hiding in a cave, but we couldn't find him for how long, you know, and, and then Obama supposedly sends in seal team six, they get him, And then they dump his body over board out at sea right. and, and claim it's Islamic ritual. That they have to do. And no one's
2: familiar with that ritual, by the way. No one is familiar with that ritual.
1: Nobody, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> never heard of it.
2: Ne- never heard of it being done since. Yeah. uh What they do with Saddam Hussein? I, they didn't do that with Saddam Hussein, did they? They didn't do that well, with uh, fucking what's his name that they beat the shit out of in the streets that Hillary Clinton was laughing about that they were sodomizing oh, mm, him. Um, Muammar Gaddafi. Yeah, they didn't do it with any of these people. So why did they do it with uh-uh. the one guy that there's no proof or no footage that he died? What the fuck? yeah it, it all
1: to keep everybody distracted to keep people you know I, there's a, a a fairly decent sized uh podcast that has you know some of these people um on uh, i like that topic there uh in your gmail uh it's it's nice
2: um <laughs> yeah for those that don't know this is ghosts uh thing this isn't like some porn thing it, this today's episode was called squirting cunt rocket in brackets slammy edition so this is not me talking with some underground prostitutes this is just Ghost, my co-host here
1: yeah being retarded me uh <laughs> anyway you got to have a sense of humor people uh but going back to i remember being in the military from 96 to 2000 And like he said, you didn't hear about him until supposedly Saddam Hussein was neutralized. Okay. Well, newsflash the first Gulf War never ended. And when I was over in Saudi Arabia, we were still dropping live fucking bombs in 98, 99. Okay. It wasn't on a daily but we were still attacking specific targets. Okay we knew about osama bin laden we were briefed on him before we even went over and you know mainly because they said he was in charge of some terrorist attack um on on a hotel it it, was it uh, god people are going to be like you dumb fuck
2: you stupid son of a bitch
1: stupid son of a bitch because i can't believe I'm, i'm forgetting it but anyway uh, so we kind of knew about him and he was on the FBI's most 10 most wanted list. And we're like, okay, you know, whatever, you know, they brief us, whatever. Right. Did we have a chance of seeing him? No, I was in the Air Force. I loaded bombs and missiles on a fucking Air Force base, thousands of miles away from the fucking front line. Okay. Um, it's just one of those things that the CIA goes in, trains a motherfucker, then makes him the bad guy. Now, where are we at now? The CIA's in fucking Ukraine. Yep. Training up people. Yep. No. We'll see what happens no. in that, 10, 20 yeah, years. We'll see what happens. You know, this happens all the fucking time with the CIA. We go around the fucking world with these, the, this corrupt agency uh, and, and start fucking drug wars and terrorist wars and go in and try and shake up regimes and get people in that we need in, in power. They only wanted to take out Muammar Gaddafi only because of how good of a leader he was to his people and what he wanted to do. People had never really looked into to get to, to Gaddafi. Dude was rich and his citizens were prosperous. He took care of his, his country. He and wanted to that, uh, nationalize
2: okay. the, the resources, I believe, too, like the oil and all that shit, which is a no, no. And I, I know he was against central banks as well. And this, you know, This is sensitive stuff, and I want to learn more about this. I want to have some experts. I know your buddy uh, that we talked with on the JFK anniversary episode is doing work on this right now with the Holocaust and the idea that the Nazis are the good guy. Now, I'm not saying that I I am not for a second myself saying this, but there is a theory out there and it's been so indoctrinated into us that this was a, um, you know, Because I'm at, I'm what I want to say first is that I'm at the point where I'm wondering if the Holocaust, if Hitler's mission was to exterminate the Jews. I'm curious if that's actually. I don't
1: think it was. I honestly don't think it was.
2: Again, I don't want to get into that right here. I want to learn more about it before even talking about it because it's so sensitive, and I'm not gonna die on that hill uh, at all. You know, because I I don't give a fuck. I mean, it seems like it's pretty pretty uh, provable that hitler was a rothschild. now if hitler was a rothschild how the fuck does that make him a good guy? that means that the rothschilds are good guys. so this is a complicated topic but again when when you see our our united states government who is the most corrupt government in the world i think. i i truly do believe that um it's tough to know exactly what the hell they're fighting and what they're going against. anyone that they're fighting you question. i question putin all the time. what's he really up to? what's his agenda? Um, I don't question Zelensky. I know he's corrupt. How do I know that? Because the United States government is backing him, sending so much of our money to him. That's how I know he's corrupt. We so, put him uh, in fucking power. What's that? We put him in power. Right, we, right. Well, the and, United and, States government
1: helped put him in, in, into presidency of Ukraine.
2: Now, I'm just saying he looks a lot like George Soros, okay? He looks like mm, George Soros' kid. But uh, <laughs> yeah. that's beside the point. Um, this one's incredibly interesting. And this, this fella here, uh, Christopher on, um, is that it? I think it's, yeah, Christopher, I'll I'll double check it when I'm done. He sent me this incredibly interesting thing and you'll have to, to get the full effect of this. You do need to, um, you know, see it, but I'll, I'll do my best to describe what's going on. We'll probably have to watch it twice. It's very quick. But uh, it okay. starts off saying, if you took this, your medical trial will be over in a few weeks. January 31st being a big date with the COVID trials. Now, check this out. This, check out. this is very interesting here. Got to pause it here and make sure that we got this centered. All right, here we go.
7: Your medical trial will be over in a few weeks.
6: Good luck.
2: Showing Pfizer.
3: Talk crazy when I pull up.
2: So I'll mute this and play it again and see what, what was going on. Um it says if you took this, your medical trial will be over in a few weeks. Good luck. Um it shows COVID-19 vaccines, Pfizer, and it says the date of the completion of this test will be January 31st, 2023. The beginning uh, of it not being disclosed here, but obviously the beginning of the test was when the COVID vaccines, these experimental vaccines, which I don't even know if we can call them vaccines. No. Uh, Hell, the CDC's even fucking coming out and saying oh, it's causing fucking heart attacks. Right. So um, I, I think that maybe, again, this goes back to my thing that I was talking about on your talk at the Tavern, that What we saw, what we see in the NFL is always interesting. Um, You know, the the big one that is, it's almost hack to bring up at this point. The Rams winning the Super Bowl in the 21-22 season. And then this whole stuff with Ukraine. Aries being the Ram and the God of War. The blue and yellow colors with Los Angeles and all that shit. Now, the first fucking Monday night primetime game. Monday night football is something that people fucking live for. Okay? Um the first game that we get in 2023, somebody fucking almost dies. Someone collapses. No, he, and did, he 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 died for a little bit. He died for nine fucking minutes. Technically, yes. And and I would not be surprised if the Demar Hamlin that you're going to see in the future is a fucking clone or whatever. I, I mean, I'm not saying that's 100% what it is, but it's incredibly interesting. I think that you and then, uh, you know, just a few days after that, an old Dominion basketball player also coincidentally number three. So you get 33 there, too, for the 33 people mm-hmm. out there. Um this kid, this kid collapses, too. I think that you're going to see a lot of this, man. We've already seen a lot of it. It's kind of been behind the scenes because it's a lot of foreign basketball games, a lot of foreign football games, a.k.a. soccer. Um, what we're going to start seeing right now is actually high-profile athletes in the United States dropping down. And a lot of people that you know that have been vaccinated are also going to drop dead, um, unfortunately. And if you got vaccinated... I mean, even if you had to do it for your job, I'm sorry you got played. You really did. Um, there's I nothing that any- anyone could do in the world that could get me to get vaccinated. Uh, it, with the exception of like one of my parents being in the hospital and the only way that I can see them when they're like on their deathbed is to get vaccinated. At that point, I don't care, but I, I don't I don't foresee that happening. Um this is some soul selling that's going on right here it seems like. Yeah. And um I I'm, I'm not really a, necessarily a big fan of this individual that posted this but the person that shared it with me with is me. Why uh Why do I know that name? Uh well we won't say it. You know, people can see it but yeah no uh, just kind of hacky uh affiliated with some high profile frauds we'll say uh in gotcha. the entire uh, conspiracy sphere. But, um, you know, it, it, it's interesting, man. It, it's strange to see what's going on with that. And I think that we'll see some strange shit go on in the future. So
1: Absolutely. You know, and, and I sit here and think all the time, I hope my daughter, she only ever got the one shot. I hope it was a placebo. You know what I mean? She got played and it took her a long time because she thought I was going to. She thought I'd probably kill her for forgetting it, but she didn't want to wear a mask on on campus. That was her reason. And I looked at her, I'm like, "Bug, a mask? Really? That 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 that's why you put poison in?" And now she has never had a, a adverse side effect or or anything. I'm hoping it was placebo, but god damn, I mean, if she if she would fall over, oh, I, I don't even know what I would do because I would want I would want every head at Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, whoever you know, on, on a table or, or behind bars. And, right. you know, there's other people that have taken it and I don't really give a fuck, right. uh, but this goes back to what I saw in, in the dollar general, what, two weeks ago, that kid. And he, he exper- he displayed the same type of um, actions that some of these other people that like you see on the news, all of a sudden uh, I'm not feeling good and I'm just going to drop. And this kid did it twice and then couldn't figure out where he was and yada, yada, dude, it, if it, it fucked with my head for a little bit because yeah. a, it was a kid and B it was like, okay, the whole topic of why I, I even contemplated leaving work early that day and was, wasn't gonna. And I did. And I just randomly went in there and then everybody behind me was out elder, elderly, I was probably the only one that ever had any type of CPR first aid training, uh, dealt with juveniles, you know, in the past, and remained calm and, and helped this kid, and then coming back and telling my wife, like, yeah, I mean, it brought back some fucking memories, and I was just like, I haven't stepped foot back in that fucking Dollar General since because of it, because it, the look that came across this kid's eyes, there was nothing there, there was nothing there and then when he kind of came back you could see it come back and it was like dude like this this poison that they're putting in people is it fucking with people's souls you know what i mean like we don't we don't know and and that that's a deep conversation but he looked soulless at one point like there was no fucking human life there and then all of a sudden boom you could see that spark come back like oh shit what happened um, you see it a lot with these news reporters, their, their, their eyes get glazed over drop. And then all of a sudden, Oh yeah. Oh, what happened? Where'd I go? And who knows? And then it goes back into frequencies and, and everything else. Are they targeting individuals that, that put a, a swab up their nose and then took this jab and, and increasing, uh, you know, certain frequencies or, or whatever, in certain areas to kind of attack, you know, individuals with
2: certain DNA or whatever that they've they've harvested and tested. Right. Yeah, man. Long rant. No, I mean, it's interesting. And uh, I've said this many times. I've actually had uh, people in my family, not my my sister, mother or father, which are really the ones that I care about the most. Um, I, I can kind of take or leave the most of the rest of my family. Um, not that I hate them or have anything against them, just uh, some of them are very liberal and, to be honest, stupid. Um, you know, I know the feeling. Everyone that pushed these things should be in fucking prison for the rest of their lives, or they should be fucking killed. To be honest, because Absolutely. uh, a you were pushing something that you didn't know about, and you were trying to sound like an authoritative voice or b which is which is harmful this is in my opinion this is impersonating doctors people doctors even if you have your degree and you're out there pushing this experimental uh you know Thanks treatment you're impersonating a doctor at that point you're an activist you're not a doctor you're an activist impersonating a doctor that is a fucking high crime right there that's a big deal to do that um social media people actors you know people that don't know the first fucking thing but they're just trying to jump on the government's dick and and push this certain thing yeah they should all be in prison or they should all be killed man every single one of them because they hurt a lot of people and uh i'm not going to go for that we're overpopulated bullshit because that's not even remotely true everyone in the world can fit inside of texas so fuck that with that yeah, still to this day, 8 billion people can fit inside Texas. So get the fuck out of here with that. I understand everyone needs at least a gallon of water a day to drink and all this shit. And there's some horribly tragic things that go on in Africa where people just don't have enough resources. Um, Hey, guess who that's because of the U.S. Government uh-huh. Um, uh, CIA. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know when everyone's going to figure it out and when people are going to fucking wise up and, and uh, do the right things here. But we'll see. Um here's another one that our buddy sent us uh Ron This is
1: a this, this is a fucking lit episode. I I have to say this is like we we came
2: out running with fire. And, oh yeah. And your buddy's name was Christoph Christopher was Oh yeah. Romero? Christopher Romero. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, Christopher Romero, always sending me interesting shit. I've actually done episodes on some topics that he sent me. So, uh good nice. dude over there Christopher with a K. But this is Ron Weed. Uh, give me a thumbs up to let me know if you can hear this. And um, okay, Are you going to play the video clip first? It's only no, like- I'm going to play what he asks about, and then we'll play the video clip. Okay. Okay. Fair enough.
5: Hey, cunt, This is Ron from the Imaginary Mythot Podcast, and I was seeing if you could look into the story of Dorothy Isat and the Vancouver Lights. Um, where this lady has 25 hours of undoctored paranormal footage.
1: Um, she's had been, uh, yeah. She's not faking it, and she never, uh, sought monetary gains from, uh, what she was doing. Or the message she was sharing, all her footage and shit. Um, she was just preaching a message, and I think it's a very important message
5: for modern times. Um... Yeah, later, cunts.
2: Bye, Ron. You sound nice there, buddy. You sound seductive. I will say you do. I mean, um, I
1: almost popped a uh, a clitoris boner if that's such
2: a thing. It, there my, you go. My clit was throbbing so hard. Well, that's weird. Uh, yeah, it is weird. but yeah, let's clips. watch this this clip. It's a short yeah. clip, three minutes thirty five seconds. Uh, we'll play this, and you can get a little more context for what Ron from the Imaginary of Thought is referring to here. This is. Pretty damn interesting.
7: She has regular contact with extraterrestrials. And her outrageous accounts have passed every scientific test. Doug Ruckner has the story of her alien encounters.
0: Watch very closely. Because if this video is what it's purported to be, you're looking at an alien in a spaceship.
7: You can clearly see figures in the window. And yeah, they turn their heads.
0: Already studied and authenticated by some photo experts, it's just one of thousands of dazzling images from what's been hailed as the greatest UFO story ever told. I've been researching UFOs for 35 years, and I've never seen anything like it. It's an extraterrestrial mystery that's confounded everyone, from psychiatrists to scientists and respected UFO investigators. It's an authentic phenomenon. Something real is going on. But they have absolutely no idea as to what it is. Just as remarkable as the pictures themselves, the woman who took them.
7: Professors, doctors, lawyers, anything you can think of. They were coming to to do different tests on me.
0: Her name is Dorothy Isat, the world's most unlikely UFO contactee. A seventy-five-year-old great-grandmother who says she's been communicating with visitors from other worlds for twenty-five years.
7: I have um Ask them to come closer, and they'll move closer. And I'll ask them if I can film them, if they give me permission to film them.
0: These pictures are the result, showing everything from alien beings to spaceships to masses of glowing orbs in the sky, and inexplicable flashes of light. All contained on more than 350 reels of film, this spry granny shot with her little Super 8 camera from the balcony of her Vancouver apartment. She remembers when it first happened on an otherwise ordinary afternoon back in 1974.
7: I looked up in the sky and here was this enormous uh, craft that looks like a huge um, gold-like diamond-shaped thing up in the sky.
0: This is without a doubt the most remarkable piece of footage she shot. It
7: was where where the aliens showed up.
0: It's an image that appeared during one of Dorothy's routine sky watches just recently.
7: And then I noticed that in the window, a couple of aliens in the window. So I said, oh, dear, I, said, I can't see it. The light's so bright. I said, I need to film you. I said, can you turn the lights off the ship and I can film you? And they did. The lights go off. The aliens are there.
0: And believe it or not, like all of Dorothy's footage, this has been scientifically tested and declared genuine, or at least not fake.
7: There's not a lot that we know about it, but we know that it's real.
0: California UFO researchers Monica Ward and Peter Gatilla have thoroughly investigated the Dorothy Izat phenomenon and are now compiling a book of their findings. There is a spiritual world, and there is a non-spiritual world, a material world, and so forth. What Dorothy has done is she's bridged the gulf between the two. Meanwhile, Dorothy simply calls her ET friends life beings, who she says come from diverse parts of the universe to impart a simple message to mankind.
7: No one wants to listen to it because it's so simple and it's so easy. It's L-O-V-E. Just love.
0: Hmm.
2: I think this is incredibly interesting because I think that the end and the thing that they end on here is to not, you know, beat it into the ground too much. It's one world government. It's, uh, you know, everyone get along. No one fight. I'm not saying a war is good. I'm just saying that uh, war is an inevitable thing that happens. You cannot, there will never be just straight love in the world until there is a one world government. And then that's the end of war. That's when all this stuff ends. I'm not saying that she's necessarily faking it. Um, I think this is incredibly interesting and there's definitely a bunch of different ways to look at it, but. It kind of seems like a propaganda piece for a one world government, an early foundational thing. I don't know though. Good.
1: Because, um, the thing I took away right away is they look like your stereotypical gray alien, big heads, real skinny neck, you know, then goes down to, you know, somewhat wide shoulders in a slender body. And I'm like, okay. Um, there's been a lot of people that supposedly had alien encounters and do report beings like this, you know, you, you had, uh, uh, what's his name out, out in your neck of the woods, uh, Travis Walton, you know, fire in the sky, uh, you know, talking about little blue fuckers, you know, and, and what have you. It, it's one of those things that me personally, I do believe that there is other life forms in the galaxy in this realm that we exist in whether it's flat earth hollow earth what what whatever you know take take your pick and run with it you know we're not here for a a debate on what the earth is or if there is space or if there isn't but if you are of a creator mindset whether that's christianity judaism islam hinduism pick your religion they all have a creator okay uh pick your ethnicity uh because some have you know you get into africa you get down into haiti get native american down into aztec Maya. they all have a creator why would this creator only create us okay i i don't believe that the creator would only create us because why would you just stop with us like you, okay you created that you created this or that or that or this you know if, if you have that power to be the creator you're going to create many life forms
2: do well, i humans think suck too if we're the if we're the pinnacle of uh god's creation man he really fucked up huh he did um but then you,
1: you're gonna well that's because we have free will and yeah well you know satan stepped in well i i i get that whole argument however the creator creates and there there has to be other life forms out there we're we're not alone here um uh eh, people on the simulation theory would be like, well, yeah, we are because this is all a simulation and we're just in a, in a pod somewhere floating through a, a spaceship on the back of a turtle. I, I don't know. You, know. you know what I mean? Like take your pick. I think you're right with the propaganda type ish theory, but no, I, I, I just answered my question. Cause I was going to say, she's a 75 year old great grandma. What, what, what better person to bring this forward than a seventy-five-year-old great-grandmother yeah. that just happens to to do these things? And then now you hear people going out stargazing and uh, conducting what they call CE fives, and like kind of meditating and and having extraterrestrial or ufo encounters and it's kind of i don't know i don't know where i stand on the whole thing because this is shit that i like to look into and i like to entertain it because it does fascinate me but at the same time there's so much on the other side that you could debunk it with you know what i mean and that i mean that could go for sasquatch as well you know what I mean? Like, it, it, people are like, I can't believe you believe in Sasquatch. Yeah, I do. But I, you know what I mean? I've never had an encounter. There's thousands of people that supposedly did. They have no monetary gain over it. She never had any monetary gain. They all have everything to lose. And that's their credibility and their character and who they are as a an individual. So I don't know um but even having said that the people that you hear coming forward with sasquatch encounters or alien abductions you hear their story and then you forget their name other than maybe travis walton he's the only one that everybody can remember or uh uh whitley striver you know what i mean like they're like the only two people that people would be like oh yeah I, i i remember fire in the sky or uh, you know this and that and other than that y- you hear their encounter you know you don't ever remember their name could it could it be all put in there for propaganda i don't know i don't know at the end of the day my long-winded rant part two
2: well hey i like it you know what i like it and i have nothing wrong with anything you said there yeah man uh it's just there, there's something about it that's very interesting but I did not know about this. I had not uh, seen anything about uh, Dorothy yeah. here. You know, that's a, it's a very interesting little uh, situation for sure. Dorothy What's is that Asian? case of 1974. Again, if you want to, uh, anyone out there wants to look and more into it. a little Asian, and then you could play into Dorothy from The Wizard of
1: Oz. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much, like you said, propaganda that could be put in there and taken away from certain other things that you know we hear you know during that time that was what in the 70s yeah. early 80s when it was probably recorded on hard copy i remember hard copy um you precursor to inside edition uh for for some folks um but it's like okay oh i hear dorothy well dorothy wasn't she that girl in wizard Faws that you know meant well and you know ended ended up saving the day you know what i mean so they play on all these different names and and, yeah.
2: and it's just weird it's weird yeah it's definitely a form of uh some sort of indoctrination of mind control it, it, at least it seems to me with this case but and, and again this is back from 1974 it doesn't mean that it's totally fake at all i think that there is something legit going on here but the question is exactly like what is it you know um this this has been online this particular video for a year um I think yeah no this that's a different video I don't know how long this one's been up for but it's interesting not this doesn't get that much attention which also leads me to believe in it a little more for sure um this could for sure be something man um definitely interesting stuff though but I've got two more and then we have the video that we can go through and try and figure out what the hell's going on with this certain story. Um, I've got another one from my buddy, rich. This one's a little louder, so it should be pretty easy to understand and hear. Um, second one from rich here. I love you. Oh,
5: rich. Man. So another one that uh, I think is even more interesting now that we've got some more, some more details on is the Idaho uh, murder situation with those college kids right now that they got this guy and the more they start to release about how they found this guy and what the investigation started to look at you know the day of them finding the, the people dead and all that start to talk about the roommates and let more information about the 911 call and how i think it was like 8 or 9 hours passed between when the 911 call was placed and when they they say they found the the bodies and when they say they the one of the roommates saw this dude in the house and like he spoke to her and she went back into her room, I guess, and closed the door, and he never pursued her or something like that. I don't know, dude. The the murder situation in general with a lack of a um, a suspect or a murder weapon or anything was initially the weirdest. Now I think the weirdest thing is just the, the, the lack of any kind of, like, rationale towards why that would go down that way with the Diamond One call and the roommates and all this. I've heard some people saying, like, oh, you know, this guy was a hired hitman. I don't necessarily buy that. Um... But yeah, I just thought it's very, very weird that that would be the case, and that there's so much, like, question about around the time frame and and all that stuff. Very odd.
2: Mm. Yeah, it is an interesting thing. And my mom, you know, uh, being a American woman, right, uh, middle aged woman, is fascinated with true crime. I mean, she just loves looking into this stuff, which is hilarious to me. Um, I, I typed in real quick. And we can kind of look through here and see what we find. I typed in on DuckDuckGo um, "Idaho murders conspiracy," and there is a lot of weird shit here. I am surprised that you didn't solve this murder ghost because they were talking about how TikTokers uh, sparked an on witch and on, and you, you'd think that you would have been uh, all on board with this, but uh, you know, you just you you were slacking. It looks like
1: I was. I was probably watching twerking videos of uh, midgets. You know, because midgets are my thing and they got big fat asses, misproportioned bodies. And I love that. Gross. Tell me that guy does not look like your stereotypical. Okay, he could have shot up a school. He could have shot up a bank. He could have done a lot of things.
2: He could not not even be a real person. The fucking same. No. Uh, University of Idaho. 1889 trying to find in there what's that 16 17 18 19 20, 21 22 23 24 25 26 um i don't know man i'm i to be honest this thing has not interested me at all um since it's been going it on been but going the on. the fact that rich is bringing it up definitely makes it interesting because he's always kind of tapped into these you know serious news stories um i don't know he, I he, he lives in colorado correct He's in Colorado, yeah.
1: Yeah, so this is kind of in his neck of the woods. Uh, Colorado does uh, meet up against Wyoming and Idaho and Utah and and what have you. Um, I remember hearing it. We kind of touched on it. Like, we breezed over it, I I believe, on on here on Cunt. It could have been a talk at the tavern, but it was just weird how, like he said, okay, he came in, one person survives calls 911 he murders the rest of them uh they didn't know who it was and then all of a sudden they pin it on this uh
2: Brian such and such the guy yeah Brian Koberger Koberger he was he was an it's... incel an involuntarily uh celibate dude which i think adds another layer of complexity to this i think that there's yeah. some sort of uh, message being pushed with the incel stuff like this dude wants to have sex but no girl wants to lay him what is that uh bringing into into the equation here i i find that that yeah, it, bit of it, it reminds really me
1: of uh the dude in oh fuck the da vinci code who kept on he would he would go and try and kill somebody and then he'd come back and he'd whip himself do, do you remember did you ever watch the da vinci code no no okay and he was supposed to be celibate he was like a, a super believer in in doing god's mission this and that and like his whole back were, were scars like he'd punish himself and that's the first thing that comes to my mind with these incels you know what i mean like uh okay uh it's cool but
2: uh you, you don't need to go kill people you know what i mean like you just you just don't yeah, you don't really need to do that. Um, here's here's the thing. Try masturbating. It works for me. Yeah. You know what? It's just the, the the my hands smell like bacon because I made some uh you know some bacon wrapped peppers for dinner. I prepped them before we came in here and did this, and I just cannot get yeah. the smell of bacon off my hands, which I don't know if I'm mad about or happy about. But you should be absolutely
1: happy about. Rub that through your beard. And you can smell that the rest of your night.
2: Yeah, but I keep touching my eyes. I feel like I'm gonna have some fucking swine flu or something tomorrow. But we'll see. Uh, you'll be all right. I'm sure I will be. But you know the the way that they're Quite you know touting beautiful. this whole thing like it's a fucking mystery game. You know this clue left at Idaho murders maybe clever move by Brian Koberger, by which was a uh, anonymous professor. Uh, at least in the title there. I don't know, man. This to me is just more of that. John Bonet Ramsey, energy sucking shit. It's incredibly interesting. Yes, uh, you mean um, uh,
1: that pop star that Katy About yeah, Katy Perry. Yeah,
2: yeah. maybe, maybe. maybe. Uh,
1: you look know at what? this guy. Does he not look like a Timothy McVeigh or any other type of fucking killer?
2: Yeah, no, he looks and like I your say- average everyday. Uh, average everyday murderer. Uh, looks like somebody yeah. that couldn't hold a fucking candle in a damn and street fight.
1: Dark, you know, dark and like he was lack of sleep or whatever, just real
2: thin. You know, your stereotypical, I'm crazy. Yeah. I mean, th- this is an interesting part. Idaho murders. Wild theory suggests killer may have had pickerism, which I'm not sure what that is, as cops struggle to find the killer. Now, what is pickerism? Uh, we'll have to find here. Um, a month has passed since the killings, making family and friends of the victims understandably frustrated because of the slow progress of the case's investigation. Again, that's suspicious as hell when there's some young people that are killed for no reason, uh, and and the the investigation takes some time with no real updates for the cops. Online sleuths stepped up, which you know you're getting shit done when TikTokers <laughs> are the ones in charge of figuring TikTok. this whole situation out. Online hey. online sleuth stepped up to post po- uh into post possible their theories that I might be a typo. Did AI write this article? Ooh. What the fuck's going on here? Uh that and
1: should have had a comma then to post possible well whoa
2: well, no. Yeah, yeah AI wrote
1: this. Yeah. AI wrote this.
2: Not liking this. Uh taking a Reddit regarding the case. The Reddit user goes by the name you Southern dig has suggested that the suspects may have had pickerism. The person has shared. I'm currently studying for my bachelor's in forensic psychology. That means he knows what he's talking about. So I'm in, I'm by no means an expert in the field yet, yet, yet. Okay. Uh, you can tell this person is probably it's insufferable. Sweet or he will. insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just an awful person. You can tell already. Um, Watch. They're probably Patreon subscribers to my show. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to cancel now because I'm talking shit. But So I'm currently studying for my bachelor's in forensic psychology, so I'm by no means an expert in this field yet. But I think our killer, I think our killer, like it's a friend of ours, uh, could have picarism, which is a sexual stimulation through stabbing and mutilation. Jack the Ripper. I actually got the please, definition if you want me to read it.
1: Sure. Okay, so picarism is a sexual interest in Hold on, I got to blow this up because I let me let me turn it sideways. I need reading glasses.
2: So it did say here, Jack, the Ripper is believed to have had this condition, too, and they weren't sexually assaulted because they didn't have to be. He was doing it in his own sick, twisted way. He was getting off by killing the lady. Picarism.
1: So picarism is a sexual interest in uh, penetrating another person with a sharp object. Sometimes this is serious enough to cause extreme injuries or even death. Picarism is a paraphilia. Okay, okay. is a paraphilia as well as a form of a sat- uh sadism. The most frequently targeted areas of the body are breast, buttocks and groin.
2: Interesting. I mean again, try masturbating. You don't need to kill people. It works. Yeah, just-
1: fucking rub one off dude and and if you don't got a big one just fucking punch it around like it's a little quit
2: right right i don't know that makes sense sure we'll do that now a fun one that i will end off with before this video which will wrap up the entire episode with the video so you can get through yours as well um it's another one from our buddy nate over at the reality Ours gotta love this
1: i just gotta let you know because this is gonna come out before talk at the tavern i did screen record your message that i forgot to play at talk at the tavern last friday but i will figure out how to put that in so people can hear uh why you uh will be held accountable if you're not at the tavern this friday
2: who me
5: Mm -mm. nate i can actually
1: play
2: it here Nate's supposed to be there. Yeah. Lovely. He he,
1: he, he, for, he fucked up his uh, calendar and he's like, oh, yeah, next week. And then I was like, hey, you, we still good? And he's like, oh, motherfucker. And then he sends me a voice message. Actually, we will play here right. A, probably right after this, because it, it's fucking hilarious.
2: OK, so this is about this lovely lady cop. And I should also say that Julia uh, sent a thing about this, too, but she didn't ask any questions. She just posted some links protecting cervix. It looks like she's just down to blow the whole precinct, which is lovely. Oh, Everyone, Julie. every group of guys needs a girl like this. That can just be and the she town is, bike. She, she's not
1: hot by any means. Not at just all. Saying. But
2: it, It's a hole to hit. That's what it is for these yeah. guys. <laughs> And if you think that cops are honorable when they're going to go and do this, they're just going to fuck a married woman and run trains on her. Hey, this is your average cop here. They're not looking to protect you. Uh, I do not any longer back the blue um, because that's just another one of these bullshit things that Trump was pushing. They would fuck your wife in front of you uh, if they had the chance to do. So fuck the police. This is hilarious, though. So check this out.
3: It's, It's Nate. I have an interesting one for you. So I was just reading this article. Okay,
2: that was not it. This is it, though. My bad.
3: Okay, I'll send one about that, too. So this lady's name is Megan Hall. Uh, She was a cop in Tennessee, and she only was a cop for a year. Um, It sounds like one cop said, uh, I want to fuck you or something, and so she ended up blowing him, and then... I don't know. Some crazy shit. So she ended up having sex with at least five police officers. She's married. Her husband's a park ranger. It sounds like Uh, she claims that they were in an open relationship, but it also sounds like maybe the husband didn't know what the fuck was going on. Um, I've also heard that he was the one that turned her, turned her in. I have no idea. I'm looking for those details and I can't find them right now, but what is happening is so she fucked one of the cops uh, and had a threesome with him and his wife. Uh, this girl was a dirty freak. She was saying like, I want you to drag. I want you to fuck me and drag me by my hair and do all this nasty shit. Anyways, God bless her. She sounds great.
2: <laughs> I mean, again, those are your cops. Those are your <laughs> cops out there. Just banging Ooh. some cuck uh, park ranger that that can't stand up for himself. Probably afraid of police um man it's hilarious though i love stories like this they just warm your heart
1: my fucking sides hurt
2: bro like my
1: side <laughs> when people see the video of this they'll they'll see i i, I haven't stopped laughing i
5: and it
1: and i'm trying to control my laughter just so i can fucking give some commentary here but holy fuck choo choo yeah Wow.
0: Run uh, that train and, on that it, whore. It
1: run that train, and apparently, eh, they all got fired. So, good for them.
2: Well, hey, and, I, you know, it wasn't worth it, because this girl, I mean, it's she looks cute. like me in a wig.
1: She's not hot. Well, no, a I would actually wig. kind of fuck that,
2: but that's just me. Oh, boy. I've already, I, I, I
1: You already used to fly me out to shave you, so it, it's it, that's that's a different story.
2: No, yeah, girl's th- not she, cute at all. Not uh, cute at all. You think, because usually a lot of lady cops are hot because they're, like, built, they're fit. This girl's got a forehead the size of my fucking thigh. And, I mean, it's just gross. She's a nasty individual. And apparently uh, she can fit multiple penises inside her, which is fun. You know, it's a fun thing. So I'm trying to find what Julia sent because she... Sounds like a very loose time. Yeah, man, just a gross thing. Um, But, yeah, Tennessee cops, including... Uh, married female officer fired after repeated wild sex romps. These are some of the articles here. Just a, a, a trashy looking girl, man. Uh,
1: and not I'm cute. sorry.
2: I I don't get the fact I
1: never have got the fascination with DP. Uh, for those that aren't familiar, double penetration. Okay. If, if there's a dude with, with, okay, say one girl, two guys ones in the bum and ones in the front you're going to feel the other dude's penis uh you're gay at that point sorry you're you're, bump, you're you're bumping male uglies it's gross and if you're trying to stick 3 3 units in inside one hole get the fuck out of here like how fucked up are you guys to begin with like are you, are you breaking into the evidence locker and like doing all the fucking <laughs> parmesan cheese that, that's on hand like yeah. get come on
2: man supposedly julia sent me this too with the uh the husband of this whore is sticking by his wife through this whole situation so uh, apparently what nate was believing to well, be have the a case, reverse uh, bill clinton uh type type situation. it seems to be he's a full-on cock. i think that he likes his wife to uh get banged out by these police officers my question is how did this come about um you know who ratted on who must have been like I don't know, maybe maybe just I don't know surveillance of some kind exposed it. But yeah, this cuck is sticking by his whore wife, which is fun. Uh, so maybe it was it was an open relationship. But yeah, uh, you gotta love well, people like this. Not into that shit. Sorry, don't want to see another dude banging my wife. Not at dude, all. And I saying. don't even. I, I mean, I I don't have a wife. Uh, you know, never been into any of that shit. I, I remember back yeah. in uh, high school. I got really frustrated with uh, my girlfriend because she actually asked if one of my friends could give her a ride somewhere because I wasn't available to give her a ride. I was like, then you ain't going. You're not taking. And I told him, too. I was like, dude, don't fucking go pick her up. Like, I'm not into that shit. Obviously, when you're a kid, it's a little different. Now I would let one of my like adult friends uh, take one of my adult you know, women at the time, whatever it was uh you know somewhere but yeah dude i've never been about that shit i would not want to see my girl get banged by anybody ever
1: no it's so. just it, it's morally wrong like yeah when, when it comes to intimate relationships even if you're not married and and it you're you're dating or whatever that's a union between two people a, a very intimate union and it should only be shared between those two people I never understood the swinging lifestyle, the uh, gang bang, the train. None of that. Like, it's like, to me, fucking gross. I'm uh, sorry. I don't want to see another dude's dick while I'm trying to bang my wife. Not at all. Not Just at saying. Because well, my luck, he'll try and fucking poke my eye out and the shit's going to get real ugly real quick.
2: Yeah, I mean it's uh it's a it's a bad situation for everyone involved, but hilarious stories. Uh, I, I enjoy that. What else do you have? Let's get through yours and then uh we'll okay. wrap up with my video here.
3: This should be the talk at the tavern. I'm <laughs> terrible at keeping track of my calendar. Awful. Um hey, Nate. but you can play this at the tavern to keep me accountable if I'm not there Friday the twentieth. I will live stream myself jerking off a hobo. Yes. I reserve the right to wear a glove and I'm right now saying no homo. So there's nothing gay about it, but swear to God be there Friday the 20th. Uh, all everybody that's there. I'm sorry. I'm not there. I love you guys. You guys will rock. All right. Cheers.
2: <laughs> what a all goofball. You heard that? Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So now we'll go into this one. I forget who this is from because I I did what you said and I screen recorded and I have no idea who it was,
8: but we'll play it. This could be Drew. Hey, Well, there we have it. Problem reaction solution. Not only we're seeing unprecedented heart-related issues, all of a sudden, a company that's behind a certain jibby-jabby As the answer, a vaccine mRNA shot that gets injected directly into the heart and stops your heart from having any further damage. It repairs your heart. What a miracle shot this is, just in time for all these people that are suddenly collapsing, two-thirds of which end up dying. So if you're one of the lucky single-thirds that don't die, you can go ahead and get this brand-new mRNA shot. But I wonder what the side effects for that one will be. And then what else? G'day, you know, Counts Drew, missing from your missing the point here. Well, there we have it. That little video clip told us all problem, reaction, solution. Not only do they roll out a vaccine worldwide that causes heart inflammation, myocarditis, pericarditis, sudden death syndrome. But they're going to give us a solution for it. So if you're one of the lucky third of the people who don't die from a heart-related issue after having this, you've got a brand new mRNA vaccine that can be injected straight into the heart. It can overcome all those issues that you're having. How lucky are we? How far do you guys see this going now? Seriously. Now it's an mRNA shot to repair the heart. What kind of damage is that next mRNA shot going to do? Sure, it might fix your heart, but what's it going to do? Ruin your liver, your lungs? Where does it end? Mm. I wonder how many
2: retards that took the vaccine in the first place are going to fall in line with this. They're going to be like, oh, well, thank God I got the vaccine, but there is that weird little thing it's doing to everybody's heart that took it. I'm going to take this one, and you know what? Then I'm good to go. Uh thank you Pfizer, thank you Moderna, thank you Fauci. Um yeah, I see a lot of people falling in line with this and Drew, I honestly think man, a lot of people will. I think that this will go far. I I a lot farther than it should because it's already gotten farther than it should. It's already a fucking thing. No one's stopping this. Come on. It, it it's wild. Yeah, there's some uh there's some real fuckery going on with this. Like he says, yeah, it's going to fuck up some other organ. And then there will be an mRNA shot for that, so yeah, it's wild. Um,
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the clip here that the I'm gonna play the clip that he did send us. Um, it's gonna be audio only. Um, oh I'm man, experiencing technical difficulties on my end. I, I I'm kind of narrowing it down. I might need some driver
8: updates. So
1: listen.
8: right. Yeah, dude. You have now in a clinic program when we inject mRNA in people's heart after heart attack to grow back new blood vessels to help revascularize the heart so it's a bit like science fiction medicine but that's what is really exciting to me
3: but the the other side of this is that right now Moderna though it has this
1: pipeline has one commercial product and that's the spike Fax. that's the actual COVID vaccination So that's the irony of COVID is it really has
8: in some ways allowed you to go and develop these other areas because of the revenues that came through the door. You're 100% right.
4: So let me just make sure I've got this right. They created a, you know what, that caused heart attacks. And then now they have another mRNA, you know what, to go here, directly here, that will fix the problem. Right? I have that right? These companies are genuinely evil. And make sure everybody you know understands that i just said cardiology
1: so those were the two uh two clips well that was a clip and then drew's question yeah he also did um send a message after that uh he said here we go brother as a jabbed person uh this shit is getting scary hopefully astrazeneca doesn't have the same issue that the mrna variants uh, fingers crossed and drew yeah I, I even sent back i was just like uh, i feel so bad for you guys down there because you know they australia you you had to the government mandated it or put you in a fucking concentration style camp if you did not it, it i don't know it, it it it's scary shit and i can see where drew's coming
2: from being scared yeah, I didn't realize that he had to take it, man. I know uh there's a couple Australians I know that did not take it. I didn't realize that he was forced to in that to, to that extent. I
1: think, he, I think because he was in uh uh their ver- the Australian version of the air force.
2: What's that? The Kangaroo Force or what is that?
1: Uh the the, the fighting emus.
2: <laughs> no, thank you for your service, sir. Sure. Thank, um, thank you for your service. Yeah, that is it's interesting. Man. Yeah. No, that's uh it's interesting. Yeah, it sounds like Drew's done a lot of stuff, man. He's uh done uh he's a pretty accomplished little dude down there, man. That that's cool. Um yeah, I I think that and it's so tough, dude, because I'm not speaking from a point where I can even relate to Drew's predicament there. But at this point in time, with my life and the way that things have just played out for me. Like I said earlier, there's nothing that anyone could do that could get me to take this. Uh, not not anything. Uh, you could offer me a million fucking dollars. Say, here, Ryan, here's a million dollars cash. Take this thing. I'm not taking it, still, man. I'm still not taking it. So, no, same uh, here. No. And I would do a lot for a million dollars. Like I would kill people if I, you know, for if someone.
5: <laughs> he might, might
2: want
1: to up up the the million to close to a billion uh with inflation these days because a million won't won't last you very long right that's Uh, true but 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 i hear where you're coming from and yeah it's like i would do a lot for a lot of money but i'm not going to do that it's kind of like the old meatloaf i would do anything for love but i won't do that i won't eat your ass not getting it yeah i mean did You just say bleach your
2: ass? No, I won't eat your ass for love. I'll do a lot for love, but I won't Thank do that. God. I won't. Uh, I won't do any uh, exit only stuff. If you know what I mean. Yeah.
1: Hell no. But uh, um, yeah, not man. into the Cleveland Steamer, um, and, and and what have you? Uh,
7: let's have you heard of the Dutch to... Rudder?
2: Oh God! You heard of the Dutch Rudder? <laughs> no. <laughs> so I always think of this thing whenever I see Dutch <laughs> Brothers. Have you heard of Dutch Brothers, the coffee place? So whenever I see a Dutch brother's, I always call it a Dutch rudder's. Now, what a Dutch rudder is, is when uh, someone has their hand on your penis, your erect penis. Usually it's lubed up and you're holding their wrist and you're making their wrist go up and down with your power. So they're holding your wiener and you're you're controlling the speed with your own hand. That's a Dutch rudder.
8: Why do
1: I feel like you've explained this on Talk at the Tavern before? I don't know. There's a lot of ones out there.
2: I've probably yeah, explained yeah. like the uh, Detroit Plumber or the Alaskan Log Jammer or things like that. I haven't done the Dutch Rudder, I don't think.
1: It would be cool.
2: It would be interesting. Especially, it it would. Um,
1: is, there, is her hand asleep? Or No, that's a it...
2: stranger. When you sit on your hand and then masturbate and it feels like someone else is doing it, that's a stranger.
1: Fuck! I I sit on the toilet sometimes, and uh, my legs feel like strangers when I yeah. when, when I get up. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. No, oh. this isn't that. This is much more insidious. But
0: yeah, man. Uh, Dutch brother, I like that.
2: I love when our Australian friends down under send us stuff, man. Oh yeah, I love
1: everything about Australia except for all your animals want to kill you and Vegemite sucks ass. So,
2: yeah, yeah. Vegemite and Warmite can eat a dick. It, uh,
1: Tastes like motor oil. I don't know how you guys like it, but hey, it's all you guys. But if you want to throw some shrimp on the bobby, and I know your guys' favorite thing to eat down there is a blooming onion because of Outback Steakhouse. I love I'm a good bloomin' onion. Though. I do like a good bloomin' onion. However, not from Australia. Well, so no. that was uh, okay. So I got to move down to blah blah blah. Get the next one up here. I don't know if you want to uh kill some dead air space or I can keep
2: yeah, I can it. explain what the Alaskan logjammer is while people are waiting. It is basically when uh you have to have consent from a girl for this, and it has to be a partner that you're really, really comfortable with because this could get really rapey really quick. Um, when a girl passes out drunk and again, they have to be, it has to be consensual. You kind of have to have one of these practical joke relationships and you better be queuing up this clip because I don't want to get to the Detroit plumber, but the Alaskan log jammer is you take a hard poop dump in a condom, you freeze it. And then when the girl's asleep, you, or no, not, not even that's the Detroit plumber. I'm confusing these now. So the Alaskan log jammer is you have a turd in a condom, you freeze it. And you, then you, you know, go in, you do the thing. I feel so gross talking about this because I know that there's like respectable people that listen to this show. And then they're just like, dude, I probably just lost a couple listeners with that one.
3: Uh, I,
1: I'm even sitting here listening to you explain this. And I know how I react when I have to clean up uh, puppy shit in the house. I gag. I, I gag like a Bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And my wife makes fun of me. She's like, you never used to be that way. You you used to like I was the type of person that I could barehand a turd, act like I was gonna eat it and yada yada. I smell this shit and I'm like, Yeah. Oh. And and she's like, stop doing that. You're going to make me puke. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry, I'm I'm about to puke. Like, yeah. I'm about to blow chunks. Oh, uh,
2: yeah. I can't even brush man. my back of my tongue. Like, you know, how you got to get your tongue. I yeah. gag. It sounds like every day I'm trying to, like, test my gag reflex limits in the bathroom. Same. Gross. Same. So
1: she'll be like. She makes fun of me all the time. She's like, oh, you got a gag reflex.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't suck cock. So sorry. I don't never have <laughs> done it once. Never have done it once. Nope. But. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, let's
8: cue that clip up.
1: All righty, here we go.
8: What's going on, boys? Pete from the Canadian detachment of the Lip Army. I was just wondering, what do we call a discharge in this army if someone acts up? Anyways, a discharge is a discharge to a cunt, I guess, but <laughs> I was just wondering, where do you think we actually fucking come from? Like, what, we were monkeys and bang, we're men? Or did some aliens come down here, finger blast, one of our bitches splice some DNA, and now we're humans? Like... I don't know if I get this whole evolution thing. I don't fucking know anymore. Everything's a fucking lie.
2: So, <laughs> I reply to him, uh it's called a squirt. Yeah, that's what I would think. A squirt or um I like a discharge though. Discharge is more violent sound. It sounds more militaristic, a discharge.
1: Well, yeah, he 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 wanted to know the name of the discharge,
2: which would be squirt, which you are a huge fan of. Uh yeah. No, I think that our army should be called the Clits clit army yeah there we go that's it clits. clit army the no not clits. not the clit army just the clits The Clits. just keep it simple like if you're a listener of the cunt show you're you're the clits you're the clits with a z oh yeah
1: i like that gotta
2: gotta put in that uh that new where do we come that from new... though yeah i don't know i i uh i i honestly just kind of think that uh knew that we'd we'd know a lot more yeah man i think that the thing that makes the most sense ironically is the adam and eve story like as crazy as it is i think like one day you know someone something just said let's have some humans let's see what these assholes get up to and i think it's kind of a game i I like
1: is all the incest that followed that
2: right right well no matter what there's going to be incest it seems like right um to to start Because, like, how the fuck did chickens come about, dude? The chicken and the egg thing. I mean, it just kind of makes the most sense that this is like there was. Exactly. But so we're humans. Everything was just created, I think. That that makes the most sense. It does, but all the incest that follows doesn't. Yeah, no, not at all. But I think that that's why, like, people have gotten more attractive over time. Right um because the the gene pool is being expanded heavily when you've got brother sister uh stuff going on the the offspring are going to be very ugly and i mean who knows what adam and eve looked like but you know their their grandkids were not attractive um so i don't know man it, it it's an interesting story for sure but nothing makes sense i don't i don't subject myself to the theory that aliens gave uh, you know, fucking monkeys, mushrooms, and then they evolved their frontal lobe. Just That's bullshit to them. me. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. There's nothing that really makes much sense. So the one that I'll go with is the craziest theory, which is that a divine being created a man and a woman, and then they, you know, got tempted by a snake, ate an apple. So now instead of living in paradise, we live in this hell hole called Earth where there can be infinite amounts of genders now, and shit's just going off the rails. I think that God's got a weird sense of humor and, uh, you know, is just letting shit just go crazy right now. What if God was one of us? What if he was just a slob like one of us, you know?
3: Yes.
1: <laughs> i you dee, actually dee. even knew that song.
2: Yeah, I just know it from Austin Powers. And then they're like, doo dee dee do, 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 blah, 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 blee. <laughs> That's the only the reason I know that song, but yeah, man. That's great. <laughs> uh okay, I have uh Matthew uh
1: coming up next. Matthew with, uh, can
2: understand.
1: Yeah, this one you're gonna have to get ready on on uh your your search browser. Okay, Ryan. Okay. Uh he brings up a point, something about the uh the Rose Club and what roses mean. And I guess there was something to do with, uh, was it Ellen or or somebody talking about it? But I'll go into it and I'll play it right now.
4: It's another Tuesday. And I got another one for you. Uh, A while back, a song called Roses by St. John came out. At the time, I thought nothing of it, thought it was a great jam, became one of my favorite songs. And then I saw somebody's breakdown of Madonna and Oprah talking about roses on Twitter and Instagram and went back, listened to that song again, and the song had a completely new meaning for me. I want you guys to look up these lyrics and tell me what you think, see if you agree with me. Um, it'll become apparent to you once you know the word roses and it's what it, what the code word for that is. And now I just want to go back to every song that I hear and see why they're talking about roses. Anyway, thanks guys. I love the show. Keep up the good work. I'll see you next Tuesday.
2: <laughs> thanks man. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I thought that I was going to have to type out some lyrics there, but I found what he's probably not talking about. The Rose club is the Rose club for you. Have you ever rolled up to a skate park and immediately turned back and went home because you couldn't convince yourself to get out of the car? The Rose Club is for you. If you ever doubted yourself when riding at the park because you can't keep up with the group, the Rose Club is for you. If you ever just wanted to skate slash ride with a group of people who are encouraging you to have a 10 out of 10 time, the Rose Club is, say it with me, for you. For you. So now, this is not what he's talking about, I don't think. But this is the Rose Club on (laughs) the (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: So let's look up the lyrics. To that uh, that song.
2: What is what song? Let me let me. I'll play the beginning again. Well, he didn't say a song.
4: It's another Tuesday, and I got another one for you. Uh, a while okay. back, a song called "Roses" by Saint John came out.
2: Roses okay. by Saint John. Roses by Saint John lyrics. I will read this. In majestic fashion. I guess John. Uh they leave out the O. Oh, okay.
8: Um,
2: and Genius is an interesting website. They actually will break down these lyrics for you a little bit, but um Roses. I walked in the corner with the body screaming Dolo. Oh, I know exactly this song. Okay. Uh never sold the bag but looked like Pablo in a photo. This gonna make him feel the way like Tony did Manolo, like Tony killed Manolo. You already know though. You already know though. I walked into the corner with the money on my finger. She might get it popping. I might wife her for the winter. I already know. Already know. N word roses. Um, all I need is roses. Chorus: Turn up, baby, turn up. When I turn on, when I turn it on, you know how I get too lit when I turn it on can't handle my behavior when I turn it on Uh, I just feel like a psycho reading this right now I wonder if this is a joke by this dude just to get me to read this too fast never ask if the life don't last done been through it all fuck with a blank you know (laughs) african-american raw Uh, this this who you want (laughs) to be goddamn dude Uh, and I know you won't tell nobody nothing and I know you won't tell nobody. No, uh, roses. I might pull up flexing on these blanks like aerobics. I like that. That's a nice line. Uh, I might tell your girl, I your girl you cute but bawling. That shit gorgeous. Standing on a table, rose rose. Fuck the waters. You know who. You know who the god is. Uh, turn up, baby. Turn up when I turn it on. Yeah, that's the chorus again. I might bring them Brooklyn blanks out. Oh, Lord, it's overs. I might bring them strippers out and tell them to do it polless. You already know. You already know. Blank roses. It is so hard for me not to accidentally say the word <laughs> as I'm reading. <laughs>
4: uh,
2: yeah, man. I, and then they go back into the chorus again. Turn up, baby. Turn up when I turn it on. Um, this is actually a great song. It really is a good, good, good song. It's real catchy. It's got like a, a fun beat. Makes you want to really do like a little bit of it. Hip thrusts. Uh, Right
5: here.
2: So that's not the version that you've heard. I'm sure that you've heard. Watch. I'll pull. We'll, we'll fucking turn this little episode into a damn nightclub right now. Uh, Roses. So, this is the remix that you've heard. I want to learn more about St. John for sure. But yeah, this is actually a fun song, dude. It's really good. What's up? Kind of cool the I way you say I fucking hate sit. this ad. And what an awful idea for a sushi place, a culture that's known to eat animals, and you have a cat yeah. holding <laughs> chopsticks. Strange. Bad kitty sushi. <laughs> yeah. I love- you, so yeah, you oh, it That's the song Um There's no beat The whole thing is beat There's no lyrics that's why I'm curious as to what the lyrics that are jumping out to our friend there, uh, what's interesting to him. You know, never sold a bag will look like Pablo in a photo. Pablo Escobar. Um the roses and what roses mean with uh, Oprah Winfrey
1: and uh, Madonna talking about roses. I'm a fan it of this. Must have to do with um, kitty porn. It, if I was to take a, a wild guess probably
2: and it's got a cross on the front maybe Rosicrucian um i'm curious I, i'd like for him to elaborate on that a little bit but yeah anyone out there check out ice spices butt. it's nice it's real big <laughs> it's fun uh she there's just a video of her playing on genius right now so um not a fan of her music but you know drake actually has really funny lyrics where he talks about her and uh, says that her her music's better on her mute, <laughs> like her music videos are better on mute, <laughs> <laughs> and it is true. It's awful music, but yeah, man. No, I'm I'm interested what uh, Matthew was referring to there. I I mean, Rosicrucians are always interesting, and roses uh, esoterically are are interesting for sure. But um, not catching what he's putting down there. But keep them coming, not, man. I, I like that stuff. I yeah, like that keep, stuff that yeah, makes me, totally makes me a little
1: I'm not big into, I, dude. I barely listen to music or or anything. If I put on music, it's it's old school hip hop or you know, sorry, CIA tool. Um, but you know th- that that's what I listen to. I don't. I I've, I've never heard the song. I don't know what you're referencing. But please, yes, elaborate.
2: Send us follow ups. That's maybe we next like. week Follow you know, ups. give us your thoughts on that that would that would be interesting to hear where, what you're coming from with that but um yeah definitely like that kind of shit a lot so uh what else you got here i'm starting to think people are sending me um these video clips
1: and we're probably supposed to play them on 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 this episode because i'm getting a lot of clips now Okay. I get a lot
2: of clips, too, and that's why I expanded it to this. So we'll be a little more organized and we'll try and run through these quicker because this episode is getting way too long. And that's why I want to try and wrap up here. But I still want to I still wanna get to 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 get this video that my friend Colleen sent me. And uh, I'm sure that she tuned because... out after I talked about the Alaskan Logjammer because she is one of those respectable people. Uh, so I'm sure she's not going to listen to the show anymore. But uh you know i i still want to get through this uh this video that she sent me were you able to find davies or do you want me to get to this while you look
1: uh go ahead go ahead and get to this uh we can play davies next week uh just because uh you know davy teased us forever that he was going to send something in every week so uh, it's our way of giving back
2: <laughs> okay uh i love you, Sorry, Davey. Davey. I, I, love you, Davey. you. I love you <laughs> but Davy. Um, I'm gonna fight your Canadian ass oh, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> um okay I'm so sorry. so yeah, soy big, big story, but you know what's interesting here so so again, my friend Colleen, I actually met them um through someone that you are mad at right now, and I'll leave his name out of this, but it's a it's a pretty prevalent podcast that uh, I kind of dissed you pretty heavily, which is not cool and kind of uncharacteristic of them. Uh I think that it has good some Christian thing to do. Not that's very like, much at what, all, but uh, no, uh, nowadays that's what
1: good Christians do. So,
2: <laughs> Okay. I'm going to get my digs right, right the fuck back. I know, man. And it is weird. I think it has something to do with, uh, with his daddy, that's Sam that's Tripoli, that. to be honest, but yeah, what what she sent me here was um this mountain that the vatican stole and it's this holy mountain and i want to try and skip through this video so that's why i wanted to say this to the end because i didn't have time she literally i mean I, I don't know when she sent this to me but i got this and i came across this um from just like as we were talking here um so i didn't have time to watch this 10 minute video but this guy supposedly breaks this holy mountain down. And um, she said, I just saw this on YouTube. Uh, Billy is friends with the individual that uh, was giving you problems there. Um, lives a few minutes away. He lives in North Carolina, and he's a podcaster. And then she sends me the link to his channel. What's going on with this mountain Is uh, that the Vatican has acquired? So let's watch this and see uh, what's going on here. Apparently, um just for uh, uh, listeners' um,
1: participation, he didn't give me problems. He just kind of came out as yeah, yep, yeah, normal, everyday, uh, hypocritical, judgmental Christian. So,
2: well, most Christians aren't aren't judgmental. I, I consider myself to lean towards Christianity, and uh, obviously, we're yes. friends. Me too. However, <laughs> <laughs> if you lived in Central Pennsylvania, you'd be like, oh yeah, you're one of those. Right, right. I understand. Um, yeah, it seemed like uh, what he what he kind of did was just big lead, yeah. That that was kind of what it was, but which is fucked up. You're I mean, I, I I've never done that to anybody if they're if they're cool with me, but we whatever. Beside the point, totally. So, uh, what this is here is the video, and if and I'm this guy has a podcast, Perma Postures Farm. I don't know, dude. We'll we'll get into it right here.
9: The um, dump trucks that operate apparently night and day around this place. You know, the first thing I noticed when I got here, there is not a living, growing thing on the ground. And this mine takes up, what do they say, 80 square miles. 80 square miles of missing mountaintops. It's Got to be a better way. Well, what you see over here is a truck bed. And they, they had a part of this little visitor center. And this is one of the engines that runs the truck. Now, check this out this i've actually been at the place i actually worked at the goodyear plant back when i was working as an electrician i believe it was outside of topeka or in topeka kansas where they actually made these things i mean they're enormous and um yeah so you know the first thing i walk away from being in a place like this is this is really just american mining i mean This is American farming, in a nutshell. All right, the smell here, I don't know what it is, but it's not pleasant. It's awful. And it's like something right out of a, it it seems like something out of an Indiana Jones movie, the way it looks. I mean, it's just bleak, desolate. I guess it's fitting that it's actually raining right now because it is kind of a dreary day.
2: If I'm understanding this correctly, too, this is out of North Carolina, I believe. So he's laying down the foundation, foundation of, you know, what's going on here. I just want to get to the part where they talk about the Vatican. I don't know where that would be. Uh, wow.
9: Skipping forward a bit here. Very bleak town. Um, well, not a whole lot of life. I haven't seen a single human being. I mean, I went through the town. No, I saw one person. I think I'd want to stay in, too. All right. Well... It's time for me to go look at something a little more pleasant.
7: I remember the first sale I got from someone I didn't know.
9: Add.
2: And we are walking through trails. Um, but apparently, folks, the... Yeah, this American is more my
9: speed. Bought this mountain. So, went and found mm-hmm. myself a lake. I um, a desert lake, how about that? And uh, I'm just working, like, maybe two miles that way. I've been passing this place just about every day, and judging by what I see, I'm the only one at this lake. I mean, it goes, it, it has a weird shape, it goes around. I think it's called Roper Lake. But, and then over there, I don't know if you can see them so much, it's still kind of cloudy. You're like in a giant valley down here, and over there are the mountains. But um, the, the this is gonna get a little bit wow. weird. Okay, so going to a mine, Okay. Probably so. isn't the best thing in the world for somebody like me. Uh but I guess So this is in Arizona, my mistake.
2: I I I was just reading something that uh that my friend that sent this to me um said something about North Carolina here. Uh he lived in he lives in North Carolina. Um So I don't know. This seems to be in Safford, Arizona. Um hmm. and he just mentioned a desert lake there. Roper Lake State Park um if that if he you know didn't you know get the name confused and this is in fact the lake that he's looking at this is definitely in Arizona and that would be a desert area and I say it all the time man um I think that there's something very important about the Sonoran Desert specifically in Arizona it's not because I live here and I'm not trying to make this a selfish thing but the abbreviation of Arizona alone is alpha omega i say it all the time it's the beginning and the end of the fucking alphabet it's incredibly significant i think then you have the capital being phoenix referencing the original animal of this country that you know wasn't supposed to be an eagle it was supposed to be a phoenix but then they felt that was too masonic so they changed that to an eagle and um turkey turkey was actually brought into that for a minute. Too. A turkey was as well but it's just like a clumsy lazy ass yeah. bird so then they were like yeah let's not do that either let's do something powerful then they came to the phoenix and then eventually settled on the eagle um and arizona also, rises the cat- from which... the ashes right uh, well then phoenix also um being a reference to the phoenicians so you know it, it's just incredibly interesting and yeah rising from the ashes when everything fucking crumbles phoenix will still be there the city um so yeah i i I I need to do a deep dive into the naming of Arizona and what it means. The people around here, supposedly they say that Egypt, like the the classic area of Egypt, was in the fucking Grand Canyon. It wasn't even where they say Egypt. Just going to fucking say that. Oh yeah, Just
1: going to say that. Your neighbor's Nevada um, in the Grand Canyon. They they found Egyptian artifacts, and people are now looking into it and being like, well, if you look at the rivers and yada, 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 bada bing, bada bang, Egypt is America, but who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because how, do, if that's the case, how do you explain people living in Australia, Ireland,
2: Russia, wherever? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, someone's saying here, perhaps it's a connection to Mount Hermon in Lebanon, Syria. Uh, the Anunnaki are going to return. I mean, you got to love YouTube when they say shit like this. The planet Nibiru has a 3,600-year ecliptical orbit that is due in the not-too-distant future. Notice they don't give any kind of bait. Uh, my husband is out of Arizona right now in the truck. Uh, he said that it was brown and gray in the sky. Wow, that's so much land. Um, not much get from the comment section here. Uh, I'm going to skip forward again, and I just want to hear something about the Vatican in
9: this. Yeah, it's going to get a little wild and esoteric today, y'all. They have three different observatories up there. Okay, I'm going to back up. And that um, is even more mind-blowing. Let me just kind of give you the cliff notes. Okay. The native people of this world, or at least of the Americas, consider Mount Graham. There it is right there. That's the base of it. Mount Graham. And you could practically throw a rock and hit it. They consider that mountain one of four holy mountains in the world, okay? Now, back in 1985, as I recall, the Vatican teamed up with ASU, uh, Arizona State University, and some other interests, and basically took over the top of that mountain, almost right at the peak. They have three different observatories up there. Yeah, it's gonna get a little wild and esoteric today, y'all. They have three different observatories up there, And if you want to know more about this, read the book Exo-Vaticana by Tom Horn and Chris Putnam. Anyway, on the top of that mountain, they have three telescopes. One of them is a large binocular telescope that sees in the infrared realm, as I recall. Now, it's the only one of its type in the world. And from what I've heard concerning some of the others out there, by the way, with the lean on that thing, I don't believe I'd jump in there. But I digress. Anyway, with that telescope, they're able to see in the infrared realm. And I'm getting, like I said, this This is the cliff notes. Well, all the native people around here basically consider that mountain, along with the other three I was telling you about, as something of a stargate. Meaning that it can take you to other dimensions, realms, whatever the case may be well the Vatican took that over and everybody was wondering why do you have to have that one why that mountain and there's a number of things that i can't possibly get into right now It may be a little too deep for a lot of people that aren't ready for that information but they acquired that and they see things in the near infrared realm but here's one of the crazy things about it if you're reading that book exo vaticana by tom horn and chris Putnam, you'll find out that even the vatican insiders that work the vatican astronomers that work in that observatory on the top of that mountain they openly said right there in front of everybody that they're looking at these exo worlds that are beyond anything you can imagine but sometimes they have to wait up for a couple hours to let all of the quote vehicles space vehicles move out of the way before they can look at these things you know no matter what you think about it it's still interesting lure if nothing else And then the other day, I had the pleasure of being in the company of some of the local folks around here, and I asked them. I was like, I I told them basically what I just told you. And I'm thinking, okay, this is kind of a risky thing. Do I say this to them? I mean, what's their response going to be? Well, I'm pretty cool with hearing the words no or get out of here. I don't like you. So I just shot at them anyway. And they looked at me with the most Like, okay, you're telling us stuff we already know, Jack. And I'm like, what? You guys all know this? Like, yeah, anybody that's native to this area knows this sort of thing. And I was floored by it. And um, I almost got to the point where um, it sounded like they were gonna tell me more. I don't know. It, It sounded like there was more going on around there and around this place. That it's a very, very, from what I could gather, from what they didn't actually say, it seemed as if there's a great deal of mystic power, I guess, not only with that mountain, but also with this area in general. And um, it's, it's very, very sacred to the native people around here. I'm just wondering, I mean there there are theories as to why the Vatican just had to have the top of that mountain. When there's any number of others around here that I'm looking at right now they could have had. But why that mountain? Why that very, very holy mountain to these ancient or to these native people? I got theories on that, but maybe I'll say that for the podcast or something like that. But anyway, I just thought that'd be interesting lore to show you today. And um if you're in the area and you're at a time of year, because one thing I was hoping to do, had it not been in the middle of winter, um, there's snow all up and down there and they close that mountain off. So you can only get up so far and then you get turned around. So that's disappointing. But if I ever find myself back in this area, make absolutely sure I find my way up there and go look for myself and find out what I can. All right, y'all. You need anything from us? Check us out down below. Check us out at the website. This is Billy from Perma Pastures Farm. Here I am in Safford, Arizona. So, pretty
2: interesting. I actually pulled up something right now. If I can fucking get my stupid damn computer. No, you hit cancel. Well, I have to allow it because I. Okay, there. So, uh, Mount Graham, a dimensional portal uh, on sacred Indian ground where they are monitoring something approaching the earth. Very interesting. Um, It looks like this appears to be what is approaching the Earth. This is from monkeyandelf.com. Sounds like a reliable site. Native Americans have often united in this beautiful location in Arizona to defend the sacred mountain of the Apaches. For more than 30 years, controversy has raged over Mount Graham, the highest spiritual place for all Apaches. Okay, so this is a a sacred Apache site specifically. Uh, that's interesting did he mention anything about something approaching the earth in that video i didn't hear him i I don't think so he was
1: basically referring to the vatican taking over but they were looking into the sky and
2: he he could have but i don't know this is all weird this is incredibly weird. Uh this this thing this paragraph here but the sacred place was desecrated by the con- by the construction of one of the largest astronomical I think right astronomical observatories on the planet which is made up of seven telescopes for more than 20 years now since the first mine for the construction of the foundations was set off the Ap- the Apaches have led strong opposition. The top of the mountain, the part considered the most sacred by the Apaches, has been closed to access by the... And the Apaches uh, are also forcibly removed from their sacred place. Um, I guess there's an oasis here um, that he was kind of referring to that with the desert lake. That is a rare thing. We don't have a ton of lakes out here. We have Apache Lake, by the way. Yeah, this reminds me of... Uh... It kind of goes into—I don't want to say Bigfoot, Bigfoot lore, but Look at there this. was this. A... The most discussed telescope is the LBT, Large Binocular Telescope, or commonly called Lucifer One. Yeah, that—that's the Vatican's telescope. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't realize that the fucking Vatican had a telescope out here in Arizona called Lucifer. That just adds to my fucking theory that that the United that like Arizona. I mean, Phoenix could potentially be the real capital of the damn United oh, States, man. United Honestly, States, man. I really Honestly, think it could be. The world. And I don't really like Phoenix. I hate Phoenix. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's why I said fuck ASU. ASU's a piece of shit school. Fucking assholes yeah. there. Um, good party school and pound for pound, hottest women in the world go to the ASU right there. I swear to God. Uh, Drinking Bros actually <laughs> talked about that.
1: Except for the woman on the right um, from woman from tucson lost 52 pounds in 28 days using one simple trick photoshop
2: yeah <laughs> A little photoshop action <laughs> control of approaching oh. yeah man this is interesting i have no idea what's going on here but i'm definitely going to look into this and i'll potentially do an episode on this actually man, um,
1: we're, we're, we're gonna have to look more into this because yeah an episode's
2: coming is, from me
4: on and,
1: me. and And it's so close to uh, the Grand Canyon and ancient Egypt artifacts. Oh, it's dark. And then you get into this with a Lucifer telescope, which we already knew. Okay, maybe not everybody knew that the Vatican had a Lucifer named telescope. Uh, It's all weird. And, you
2: know, I, I don't know. Could could America be the real Egypt? I think that the uh specifically fucking Arizona is the Grand Canyon there. So fun stuff, man. Uh, dude, we gotta wrap. Uh, this is a long episode, and I appreciate so much uh not only your time ghost making these episodes so damn fun every week, but um, you know, the the people that sent in stories, uh written questions, just fun, fun uh stuff um in the future guys you know every single we usually record these on sunday or monday um just to put out for you guys on tuesday we want to get to the point where we do this live right um try to hold like any any kind of stuff that you want to send that you want us to to discuss on the show until like saturday i know that like i'm i'm being like real nitpicky here but like i'll put out a fucking video saying like every single week i'll do it and I'll say, hey, send in your questions, send in your your videos, because, dude, I, I, I'm i not trying to act like some asshole here. I get a lot of DMs, dude. I get a lot of fucking DMs, and I don't even answer half of them. Um, And so I want, you know, anyone that wants their stuff to be on the show, just shoot it in when I ask for them. Uh, Again, not trying to be a dick, but send them in when I ask for them if you want them on the show. And uh, I, I don't know if you have the same kind of thing, Ghost, where you'd rather it come in, like, right when we're about to do the show. But, um, you know, if you send it to me, like some people will send me shit tomorrow because they see my post and then I'll just fucking forget about it. So, um, yeah, it, it, this was an incredible episode, man, a lot longer than I had anticipated, but super fun. And uh, we didn't even have to look at uh, above top secret at all today.
1: No, not at all. And I loved it, too. Yes, I do agree with you. If you even even if you send us uh, like a clip. Just, just comment underneath, hey, this is a clip for cunt. You know what I mean? Because I get inundated with so many clips of uh, of different reels or TikToks or, or this and that. And I don't, some, I got to be honest, I don't have the time to always watch every one of them. You know what I mean? And that's what happens when you work 40 hours a week or more. And come home and try and run a podcast and cook dinner and do, you know, basic human shit. Uh, it,
2: it, You get inundated. But
1: yes. Inundated.
2: And inundated. You I know, I've got book. a couple of uh, segment ideas as well. You said clips many times. I think that we have a section called Clit Clips. And it's uh, just about clips that people send in specifically. And then also we should do a cunt of the week, the worst person in humankind for that week. And it's the cunt of the week. Uh, This week I'm nominating the, uh, you know, girl that sucked off uh, all those police officers. Although I don't know if she's a hero or a cunt. Um, So for that, I actually, you know what I'll do? I'll change my submission. I'll say it's Joe Biden. I think that he deserves to be the first ever cunt of the week it goes to joe biden in spades uh if you have anyone that can be uh be a bigger cunt than joe biden uh feel free to submit and maybe we can do polls in the future too to see who the biggest cunt for the week should be the cunt of the week uh but yeah there will be segments coming I love all this yeah man we're gonna turn this into a legitimate like uh scheduled like very very uh you know because i know that you love um you know specific deadlines and i know that you like people to tell you exactly what needs to be done for each episode and all this stuff right uh so we'll make sure that we keep this very organized over here uh just so that you you continue to enjoy uh you know what you contribute here to cunt
1: well thank you and uh <laughs> god damn bless your heart as they yeah. as they would say in the in the south oh bless your heart
2: bless your heart man Bless your heart. Anything um, else for yeah. you, dude, before we wrap up?
1: No, uh, other than uh, you know, hey, check us out, uh, send your clips in. We're we're gonna expand this show in directions not even thought possible because you can't not play on cunt right. and and so many other things. And having said that, thank you for all the listener. Um support yeah and thank you for sending in your questions and wow this week we had a lot there's a couple we couldn't get to uh you know time runs out but hey in the future if we do go live and we we do this and and make us the g spot make us the g spot uh you'll
2: have a good time because then you might squirt
1: um i mean did.
2: The segments are endless. We can do weekly squirts. We can do, uh, you know, clit, clit clips, cunt of the week, um, you know, uh, all kinds of things. So, yeah, the, the, the possibilities are endless here. You guys are getting in at the ground level, and you'll see what happens. You'll see how far this cunt can squirt, and it will be very far uh, and very voluminous. So uh, again, to the more respectable Don't know
5: listeners, discuss him
2: <laughs> for the, for the more respectable listeners. I'm sorry for all these references, but you know what you got yourself into. It's a show called Cunt talking about the news. We're gonna reference vaginas a lot. It's me and Ghost's favorite thing. It's our, our favorite not to not to put our faces around, but it's a it's no. a wonderful thing. So um, it thank you to everybody and uh, wrap it up, man ah absolutely I,
1: I i uh i'm gonna try and stop laughing for a second to uh let our listeners know uh we'll see you next Tuesday.